Welcome to Mount Isa Birth Stories. This is a podcast for women who have birthed in Mount Isa to share their stories. We hope these conversations can help our fellow pregnant sisters feel more prepared for their birthing time. If you would like to share yours, please contact us on social media at Mount Isa Birth Stories. There is strictly no naming of our local nurses, midwives and doctors. Please note nothing in these episodes is to be taken as medical advice. Please see your healthcare provider if you have any medical concerns. Enjoy the episode. This episode, we have Katie sharing with us the births of her two babies, Olive and Arkin. Katie discovered she was first pregnant in a haze of grief as she had just experienced the loss of her grandmother. Throughout this episode, Katie shares with us her experiences with induction, epidurals, the challenges of breast and formula feeding, and also the debilitating agony, symphysis pubis dysfunction, SPD, thrusted upon her. I hope you enjoy this episode. So today we've got Katie with us and you've got two babies born here in Mount Isa. I do. Do you want to tell us about Olive in 2016? I had Olive, actually it was a bit scary with Olive. Mm -hmm. Um, I found out I was pregnant at five weeks. Yep. Um, But it was terrifying because I was in so much pain. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, something's happening. Yeah. And we went into the hospital and they were like, oh, looks like it could be a possible possible atopic pregnancy oh. i'm like no not the first day i yeah. just found out i'm pregnant wow and now yeah. you're gonna go tell me that boom oh you might not be oh. um but no it turns out she was just being a bit dramatic okay <laughs> she was like stuck right at the top wow and so once she got i think it was like a week of pain but wow. she fell in oh wow and attached to the wall properly. Okay. I'm like, oh my god, girlfriend, you're stressing <laughs> me out already. But no, I think I. Wow, was there bleeding or anything with it? Or um, it yeah, just... but it wasn't. It wasn't enough for them to go. Oh, you're miscarrying. Yeah. Or, oh, something's wow. bad. Mm-hmm. It was just more yeah. the pain. They were yeah. kind of freaking out. Like, why are you in so much pain? Yeah. That's and that's the day you found out too. Yeah. Crazy. You know, I was sitting on the toilet, did the pregnancy <laughs> test, started like hollering. I was yeah. sobbing so much. Aww. Just because I knew, like, I was like, this isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then Harvey comes in and he's like, what are you doing? What's going on? I'm like, just showing him the test. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, was it a surprise baby then? Well, or? we were just in Bali. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. And yeah. mind you, it was a bit, it was hard because I lost my grandmother oh. in that first couple of weeks yeah. of being pregnant, not knowing wow. I was pregnant. Oh, wow. So there was um, a few tough night yeah where there's yeah. a little bit of alcohol consumption yeah yeah so i think yeah. that was another thing too i was like oh my god i've had alcohol mm-hmm. i've done this poor baby mm. but then she was totally fine and nice. now she's just as dramatic as she was yeah. that's <laughs> kind of not sweet but do you think of anything further about how she was conceived when your grandmother passed well that's actually like, how we named her oh, we named nice. her after my grandma that's because beautiful. it was i yeah, it was. I was very, very close to her. Mm, sorry and when she passed, it mm. hit me hard. Mm. And um, I think when the whole time I was pregnant, I kind of had this feeling like it was a little girl. Mm, yeah. And I, I knew her so well. Like you do. You, yeah. you feel like you know your baby so well, yeah. even though you've never met them. Yeah. And I just had this, I don't know, 
I don't know. I just I really connected my grandma with my daughter. Nice. And then when we actually found out that it was a girl, everyone yeah. was shocked, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, no, this is yeah, this is right." Almost like a gift from your grandma. Yeah, I think I needed that yeah. at that time. I really needed that something kind of hold you. Yeah, keep you yeah. grounded. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, that that threw me for a loop. Mm, yeah, but it was it was good. Yeah. It was nice. She's a lot like my grandma really yeah no she does certain things and i'm kind of like oh my lord wow that's really special hey she doesn't yeah that's so nice so you're in man isa when you fall pregnant yeah no both of my babes were yeah here in isa yeah completely different experiences yeah yeah but kind of the same at the same time Yeah, yeah i was i was uneducated when i had my daughter yeah did you feel like lost at the time or did you feel pretty good though at the time managing through the system and your midwife yeah, it and all was, of that? It was a bit different. Yeah. Like I different to what I expected. Yeah. So I kind of knew certain things mm-hmm. and I knew that I would go to these appointments, we would talk about certain things. Yeah. But then when I would go to those appointments mm-hmm. and my concerns were like brushed off like oh that's silly like yeah we're right. not talking about that right now yeah, yeah. Uh, you talk about that at your 36 week appointment <laughs> not at your 26 week i'm like yeah. but i want to talk about it now yeah like yeah. i have questions now yeah, yeah. So i guess we can talk about it again in 10 weeks but can we just touch on it yeah. now <laughs> was it, were you with just whoever was yeah i did get um it was it was crazy when um yeah. i was pregnant with olive there was a lot of babies right okay. to the point where the hospital was like i don't actually know if we're gonna have a room for you when wow you're due. yeah like, yeah and trying to get in contact with a midwife that would look after me the whole time yeah i missed yeah. out on that because there were so many yeah, yeah. so a few of my mm-hmm. friends got them yeah right because we were actually due at the same time oh, nice. i think it was like three of my friends oh wow babies a lot yeah the same time. nice and one of <laughs> my friends both of our babes yeah are a week apart oh wow that's nice it's, hey? it's so crazy i'm that's like we didn't so even plan nice. this yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like that was my second we would do the same day me and my best friend we both went three days over we both had our babies the same day oh see that's so, lovely so nice, hey? yeah oh um, she had did nicer you labors than i did and yeah <laughs> nicer pregnancies too so i'm like you bitch <laughs> yeah so funny um did you notice a difference between your friends getting the care from the same midwife oh a hundred percent like when you were comparing they notes. would come home and we'd talk yeah. about it because we yeah. were constantly you had like those group messages with yeah. your friends and they were pregnant at the same time it's lovely yeah but then they were talking about things that i had no freaking idea yeah, about because right. mm-hmm. i mean when you go in and see the doctor yeah. mind you i loved my doctor both nice. times like i had awesome. the same doctor for both my babies oh, and lovely. i adore her oh good um but she didn't run through that kind of yeah. stuff she did her doctor stuff yeah. which is just oh everything's good baby's fine mm-hmm. you've still got so so many weeks to go mm-hmm. i'll see you in two weeks yeah yeah that that kind of thing yeah yeah. Whereas with your midwife, you run through everything. And then because mm-hmm. I was borderline high risk okay, um, because of the atopic thing right, at the okay. start and then yeah. my um, glucose test came back borderline. Okay. But this is ridiculous though because they said it was borderline yeah. right after they changed it. So they yeah. changed it from being like a 12 Dropped or something it. to a 10. Right, okay. And I was just 10, like 10.000. Mm. So if you were pregnant maybe the year before, nothing would have been. And I would have been mm. totally fine. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But because they changed it. And then I had to check my sugars all the time. Mm -hmm. I had to change nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. Actually, if anything, I had to have some like hypo packs around the house. Okay, just in case you Because dropped. my sugars would drop. I wouldn't yeah. get high sugars. Yeah. They would get So low. when you were monitoring yourself, you never had yeah. hypers and stuff no, like that. No, nothing like yeah. that. Mm. And they would tell you like, you know, you have to eat healthy, you have mm. to do this and it actually got to the point where I was getting so many lows because I was eating everything that I was supposed to be. Yeah, right. And I was cutting out everything that I wasn't meant to be eating. Yeah. So I wasn't eating any, like, salts. I wasn't eating any mm. sugar. I cut everything out because I was yeah. like, oh, my God, with this yeah, finding out scared. that we're pregnant, and, yeah. I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. Um, And then it ended up being that I have to actually introduce sugar and I had to right. introduce salt yeah. into my diet yeah. because my body wasn't coping yeah. and I kept on yeah. going low and I kept yeah. on getting really faint and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So it's such a hard thing though, nutrition stuff. Yeah. Like there's so many different parties about what they think yeah. and some people ferociously disagree with hospital guidelines and vice versa and you're like, I feel like you intuitively should eat, like yeah. eat what you feel like eating. I and... feel like your body tells you what you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those cravings, it's like, yeah, that's a bit silly that, oh, you're craving bananas and chocolate or something. Mm. So mm. random. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to think, mm. well, what is your body telling you that you're needing to eat? Yeah. Bananas, are you needing... Yeah. The nutrition from a banana yeah like mm-hmm. the chocolate are you needing sugar they put me in the high-risk clinic yeah but i did nothing yeah i saw a dietitian yeah but did nothing mm-hmm. and yeah. even they were the ones that were telling me no keep going keep eating healthy cut yeah. out the sugar cut out the salt and i'm yeah. like yeah yeah I do. yeah get mm-hmm. home and i'll have a packet of chips or something yeah yeah i needed mm-hmm. it i didn't put on weight yeah. i think they were more because i am a bigger mum yeah so they have your oh don't put any more than 10 kilos during your pregnancy your whole pregnancy you're not allowed to put any more than yeah. i think it's i think for my bmi it was like 10 i'm not allowed to do anything more wow than that. that's i put pressure. on eight yeah yeah and then i lost it all within a matter of weeks yeah yeah I'm like that's a bit dumb yeah like, come on that's really um I, I would find that so stressful having a number I had to watch you oh, know yeah. especially I, when I'm pregnant I like to like you flow into follow whatever I want to yeah. eat and that would be really stressful I think they yourself. obviously if you're like really struggling and if your weight becomes a problem yeah like you can like if you mm. are a bigger person you get pregnant and then you do gain a lot of weight it does actually make those pains and mm. aches worse yeah. yeah i totally get that yeah but i didn't have that problem yeah yeah and once again it's almost like that standardization <laughs> which is what you need to run a system but then it's like you're in a box now yeah. even though if it doesn't apply to you yeah like it you're was in that so box, strange so, so yeah. i'd go to those appointments and nod my head and smile yeah. and then walk out and forget everything they just said yeah <laughs> all right so olive um what are you feeling towards the birth like when you're approaching it what are you what are your thoughts like when you were growing up and whatnot what did you think birth was like and did you I have thought that I would enjoy it more yeah I all I say enjoy it I mean like be more present if that okay. makes sense right um I think when you go into birth and I think a lot of women can agree with me that you kind of just go into a zone yeah and you're just concentrating and you kind of mm-hmm zone out a little bit because your body kind of takes over and you kind of just let it Mm -hmm. um and I think I did that mind you I did that still in hospital not quite knowing what was going on but I did kind of just 
So when Let you were like any really control. pregnant approaching labor yeah did you have any were you like i wanted to be natural or were you like i'll just go with the flow or i had a feeling that i've had a lot of pain yeah um i deal with a lot of um problems okay i actually was told growing up that you would need help getting pregnant yeah so there's no way that you'd be able to do it on your own i think that's one thing that that also made it such a shock when I found out that I was pregnant. Yeah, wow. Because yeah. I was being told, you're pregnant, you're losing the baby. And that's what I grew up being told, yeah. that you wouldn't be able to have a baby on your own. So I kind of expected it yeah. to be the worst possible news, yeah. that you wouldn't be able to carry this baby yeah, um, or that the baby would die or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, and so going leading into Olive's birth, I was kind of like, oh, um whatever yeah really because i didn't know yeah Mm -hmm. i didn't know how it was gonna go i was always told the worst possible news i'm like so at this stage are you just thinking i'm having a baby i don't care how it happens like i need this baby out yeah i need to like be able to have a healthy baby yeah like once i can hold my baby and everything's fine yeah it's okay yeah but we had the whole pregnancy was kind of like uh mm, yeah. not sure wow like we yeah. were happy and we enjoyed the little things but then it was always in the background of your head maybe just yeah i think more so in Dwayne's. it was yeah, bigger wow. in Dwayne's head mm-hmm. because he was struggling at a point to yeah. kind of get excited about things yeah just yeah. because he was so scared about what we'd been told beforehand wow oh, um that's hard. but yeah so yeah. leading into birth it was kind of like yeah, yeah you're gonna get this baby out of me healthy cool yeah mm-hmm. that was it that's my only yeah yeah end mm-hmm. of the line there yeah. But because of all the pain and the problems that I did have, mm-hmm. it was kind of we did discuss it in length over a few weeks, yeah. um, like a few do- different doctors' appointments yeah. about, hey, um, am I gonna be able to do this naturally? Yeah. Um, what would be my best options? Mm-hmm. Uh, it ended up being that we decided that I should probably have an epidural just because we yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, how I was going to cope? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just with all the other problems that I do have like I have like abrasions on my bowels and stuff okay and, yeah endo yeah. stuff so it's like all over the joint yeah yeah and it was really unpredictable okay um oh, so we didn't thing. know yeah mm-hmm. and I was fine with that I yeah. mind you a lot of people were like oh oh you're not even gonna try natural I'm like well I will until it gets to the point where I can't and yeah. then I'll ask for an epidural just like anybody else yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> we just kind of yeah. discuss it and we feel yeah. like it will probably end in an epidural yeah like yeah. totally fine if and i did cool. it naturally but it at the same time i wasn't i wasn't stuck on it yeah uh-huh yeah um and i think that's one thing like i go in there open-minded about it yeah uh-huh and then whatever happens yeah you end up with your baby mm-hmm. and if it's great it's great like, yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm happy yeah yeah um nice. but i got to i think i got to seven centimeters yeah wow and then yeah. they were like hey we need to give you the epidural otherwise you're not gonna yeah. be able to get were it. you just did you just go into labor with no i had to get induced, induced yeah. with her uh-huh. um they were a little bit worried about certain things okay yeah um so like the endo was a bit messy okay. although they say having a baby cures mm-hmm. your endo i'm like it did for a bit yeah but during the pregnancy it was still very very present mm-hmm. and then with the borderline 
diabetes and how yeah. everything was dropping. It was yeah. more that they were dropping. They're like, oh, let's just get okay. you in there. Yeah. And it ended up being that Olive was born with um, low blood sugars. Okay, yeah. Um, which they kind of expected. Right, okay. But then again, at the same time, I was like, well, you didn't let me eat either. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, if I could have just eaten breakfast like you told me that I was going to yeah. before bringing me in here and then another doctor – so took you, over. So is that the morning of your induction you weren't allowed to eat? Kind yeah, well, of I was meant to. Oh, okay. They were like, oh, we'll bring your breakfast in. Oh, wow, and you didn't get to Everything. Eat. And I was like, yep, 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 that's fine. Like, it was all, the plan was there. Wow, And yep. then a particular doctor yep. came in and being as rude as this particular doctor is, just uh-huh. took over. And mm. I'm like, um, you're not my doctor. Yeah. But he came in and broke my waters. It was the most excruciating pain I've ever been in. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you just broke my waters. How is that painful? Like, mm. it was my waters. Like, that's not meant to be painful. Mm. But I swear, I went, like, I could not see. Yeah. And my doctor came in and was like, oh, my goodness, what are you doing here? What are you doing? Uh, to the, so that to you're, the other doctor. The doctor that you, you're familiar with has wandered in and been like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, like, why are you here? Yeah. Not meant to break her waters for another half an hour. Mm. She was meant to have breakfast first. Mm. And he's just come in and, like, oh, I'll just break your water. Why not? What else are we doing here? Let's get the show on the road. I'm like, it's not your show. Yeah. Go away. What a shock too because you're a first-time mum laying there. Like I feel like if I was you, I would just be so lost at that point. Like I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, and you kind of just – you assume that the doctors know what they're doing, that they've talked to each other, that they have a plan, that they just Mm. haven't walked into a random room, seen Mm. a pregnant lady there and gone, oh, let's break your water. And so why can't you eat breakfast even when your waters are broken? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But I'm like, everyone else is snacking around me. Yeah. And I'm like, um, can I eat something? Oh. Apparently not. Okay. So um, it's ridiculous to me. Yeah. But yeah. didn't happen the second time. Okay. Just going to say, didn't yeah. happen the second time mm-hmm. I ate. Excellent. Even after they told me I wasn't allowed to. Okay. Oh. Because whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the midwife was saying, it's totally fine. How much? Like, and my it's... doctor was like, oh, let's, let's stop food now i'm like no it's fine Mm. i'll have another jelly thank you yeah but Um. with all of my my doctor did run in and she was like what are you doing she still had her bag on and she dropped her bag and ran up to my face and held no oh not with olive oh okay yeah with olive okay and (laughs) she ran up to my face oh so sorry He's broken your waters. Yeah. The doctor's running now. and yeah. Broken my water. And then my doctor's come in, grabbed my hand, and actually apologized to me. Oh, wow. And she is, like, looking at me. And she can see that I'm in pain because yeah. I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so sorry. You're doing great. You're doing great. And she's mm. holding my hand, squeezing it. Mm. And she's, like, put her head right in front of my head to, like, I'm really concentrating on her, yeah. which I loved. Like, yeah. I needed that. Yeah. And because I, like, adore her so much, I was like, that actually was really nice. comforting. Yeah. Although yeah. I wanted her to be down there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, he didn't stop. So what was he doing? He just he broke my water, but right, yeah. I don't know what he was doing. And then someone said that my uterus was tilted in a weird way, but I'm like, so yeah, is that just like a that, retrograde uterus or something? They yeah, call I it? don't know. I, don't I think know. I'm just tilted. Okay, yeah. So in order to get, they had to kind of go up a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, maybe the instruments weren't bent. I don't know. I don't know. I don't oh, know what it was. Yeah, yeah. But. I just know that I I swear for a second I went blind. Yeah. Because yeah. my eyes were open. I couldn't see nothing. I was yeah. in that much pain. Mm. 
And that actually terrified me because I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, is this what I have coming? Like, yeah. is this what it's going to be like when I'm actually trying to push her out? Like, yeah. is this – my epidural failed, so okay. it didn't it, – it was helpful. Yeah. It got me to 10 centimetres. Yeah. But yeah. then it was all me. Like, I could feel everything. It was yeah. totally – yeah nothing yeah <laughs> like oh my goodness press that button but I couldn't yeah. I was shaking too much mm. and so when the waters break did you just start going into labor yeah, did it you happened quite I, I think it happened quite fast yeah cool. like to me yeah but when I talked to hubby and my mum and they're like okay. oh we were sitting around for a bit yeah, yeah right. like, not not me <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> to yeah. me it felt like it was full-on for I like, since they broke my water yeah um but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so you didn't need, like, any IV stuff no, or... No. They kind no of just... Balloon. They did the balloon. Okay, yeah. I had the balloon the night before. Yeah, okay, Um, cool. And then they did a gel. Yeah. But I didn't mm-hmm. need anything other yeah, than nice. that. How, do you remember how far along you were? I was 39 weeks. Oh, yeah. So I was only a week early. Yeah, yeah. Um... You know, I feel like some women, well, we're socialized to be like people pleasers. Yeah. And like, oh, I wouldn't want to offend her. Even yeah. when we're in birth, like the amount of times that happens that women are like, oh, okay, you can stay here. No worries. Like, yeah. I just feel like if you're not asked, you're not invited. Yeah, like, don't no. even ask. Like, Especially for that first know. baby. Like, I have no idea yeah. what I was going to happen. You might get really out of control in a good way, but that's really personal sometimes. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't want to, you can't get out of control in front of some people yeah. and that might make you feel not like you can't open and release your baby you know what I mean because yeah, you're no, feeling I was, like I was very oh, much Dwayne's meant to be a support person yeah mm-hmm. so if he needs support that kind of yeah. defeats the purpose and it's almost like an initiation for yeah Dwayne into manhood man, also he to watch up, like he yeah. stepped up so good I was yeah. I was actually shocked by the end of the birth because I was like wow. no way did yeah. that just happen because yeah. he was so there like he nice. he didn't he's he normally gets really grossed out by yeah. certain things but he was fine awesome i'm like oh my goodness this is crazy and then yeah. even birth with arkin was more crazy yeah but he was so there that's so good um yeah. which is just perfect nice but i mean Lovely. once olive was born i think that's where i was I started getting a little bit annoyed about certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything was fine. I think I pushed for forty minutes. Oh, so cool. like my labor. So you got your was epidural at seven centimeters. Seven centimeters. And then, yeah, went to ten relatively easy and very quickly too. Yeah, yeah. So from then on, which was a good thing because they actually did say, "Hey, if we don't do it now, right. you're not going to be able to get the epidural. We need to do it." Yeah. But then by the time I got to ten centimeters, mm-hmm. it had all worn off anyway. Yeah. And um, yeah. I was pushing on my own and yeah so you felt the urge to push and all of that yeah 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 which (laughs) was great but I still had to lay on my back okay just because they weren't sure Mm -hmm. Um, and at the time I was fine with that like I didn't really think I was like yeah whatever I'm staying here totally fine Mm -hmm. um but now in hindsight I kind of yeah. wished that I didn't because mm-hmm. I stayed in that bed that whole day yeah that whole day I was in that bed yeah and at the time I was kind of like oh I have to lay here I'm in labor I have to lay here were you being monitored like yeah continuously with the bands yeah but then I didn't because okay. she kept on moving oh okay so yeah. they had to put the little probe thing oh, on, her on her head, head. yeah um Stop. to monitor 
her okay. heart rate that way. Yeah. Um, which, oh my God, that's painful too. Ooh. Yeah, right. Because yeah. they have to kind of get right in there. Yeah. And... Oh, oh my Lord. Mm. Uh, and depending on how far along you are too. Yeah. If Bub's not like properly like right there. Yeah. They're, they're fishing. They're oh, fishing for something. Ouch. Yeah. Wasn't, I wasn't a fan of that. No. So okay. glad that didn't happen with. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's just for, for people listening, like for them to monitor baby's heart, heart rate, rate and all of that yeah. because the ones on the outside are not picking Bub yeah, up too if, well. Yeah, if Bub moves too much or mm-hmm. in some cases if you are allergic women, that it's, it's harder. Yeah, okay. Um, but for me, Bub kept moving yeah. and they could hear all of the movements Yeah, and she was just doing roly polies. Yeah. I'm like, how are you doing that when you're meant to be coming down? Was it so even though it was uncomfortable to get those little electrode things on Bub's head, once you didn't have to worry about bands on you, did you feel better? To I lay? did. Like you didn't feel so like, I did, but at things? the same time, I stayed on the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like. I wonder, can know. you move around with those little I think you can, but okay, you have yeah. to like, you have to stay close. Yeah. They so them to your leg you'd be able to. You know, because yeah. they, they put the tape all around my yeah. leg. Like, it went okay. the whole way around my leg like a bandage. I'm like, it's tape. You don't need to wrap my leg up in tape. It's tape. <laughs> leg starts I, I'm blue. pretty sure a five <laughs> centimeter. Like, you only need yeah. it. It's a tiny little probe. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't need that much. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah no, they – I didn't even – because, really, I could have just gone on a ball right next to the bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. easy yeah but i didn't yeah and if no one suggests it and you're not you're not working aware then you're like oh well. yeah it first yeah. baby i was yeah. i have to i was very naive yeah like i thought i was like i knew what i was doing but at the same time i had no clue yeah it's knowledge of hindsight hey i think you yeah. always and you kind of just no go home experience. and you're like dang it yeah <laughs> And I feel too, sometimes for women, birth stories almost change over time. Yeah. You kind of, not changing what happened, but just feelings around it. Yeah. You know, I feel like yeah. so many women, and the things you that ask stick them out initially how they felt, and then you talk to that same mum a year later, and they're like, fuck mm. about certain things. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. And certain things that stick out as well, like yeah. what I'm talking about with Olive, it was three years ago. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm confident yeah. that if you were to ask me mm-hmm. back then, I'd be like, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I mean, this one thing happened, <laughs> yeah. this one thing, and it would have just been the excruciating pain. Yeah. But I wouldn't have talked about the fact that the yeah. epidural failed and yeah. I had to do it on my own. And yeah. Because yeah. at the time, yeah. I didn't really think Reflect too much enough. of it. Yeah. Well, not enough. Yeah, you just didn't have that time of yeah. reflection yet. Yeah. yeah. So, so you had the urge to push and crowning, you said before, ring of Holy. fire. That's real. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. This is where it happens. And yeah. I did have to get cut Yeah. because I was about to tear. Okay, right. And she was trying to stretch me, okay. which was very weird feeling because it was kind of like, oh, this is a bit painful, but at the same time, mm. it's not that painful. Okay. Is that when they try and, like, they put their finger in around? Yeah, and... and they're, like, trying to okay. stretch you. Okay, yeah. But at the same time, it kind of felt like a really strange massage. massage. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it was hurting because yeah. I was stretching, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that pressure that she was putting yeah, it kind was of relieving. Yeah. It was, it nice. was, I don't know, it was yeah. weird. Yeah. But I... Didn't hate so before it. they do the episiotomy, do they say, let's get you up and try and make you squat or try to make things wider? No. Okay. No, yeah. none of that. Yep, that was yeah. not in yeah. the cards. Yeah. But did you um, feel like in this process, did you feel like loved and like when they're I doing did. this, did you feel nurtured by the team as well? I like, did. Even no, my midwife stuff. for Olive was very lovely. She was no. an older lady, but okay. she was 
she had that like that mum feel nice. to her. Yeah. So you felt really, really comfortable and you yeah. trusted her. Yeah, nice. Um, did anything that she said up like, yeah, I'll do anything. Yeah. Like okay. I, I trust you. Yeah. I nice. only met her a couple of times beforehand because yeah. I did actually have a consultation with her, like okay. an appointment with her. Oh cool. And she was lovely. Yeah. Um but I just wish that was little things that I could have done like yeah. oh can I just roll over like, yeah that would have been lovely just to roll over like I'll yeah. stay on the bed see what happens yeah um, but yeah. like I did with Arkin stay on the bed yeah but oh yeah. this would have been so much nicer yeah but mm-hmm. I it was fine like it was only a tiny little cut yeah. and just for mums who are like apprehensive thinking about an episiotomy what did they give you a local like nothing what's, I don't okay. think I got anything yeah. I think I just got a quick nip okay. but the thing is that you're in so much pain already yeah and you're in a zone where you're just yeah. concentrating that you don't I didn't mind. Yeah. And did it feel like, like there was yeah, a lot of pressure in the area? You you couldn't feel it as much? Or like, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. you've got so much going on down there. Yeah. Okay. And it's hard to kind of pick up what's what. Because yeah. you've got your contractions who you're pushing down. Yeah. And then you've got the pain and the pressure on your actual vagina opening up. Yeah. That that little nick yeah. would have been better than a big tear. Okay. And it didn't actually feel yeah. like I was cut. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. And I mean, she cut me sideways, so I didn't rip down. So I'm like, eh, okay, I, I'm not too mad about it. Yeah, yeah. But I healed yeah. fine too. Nice. So I'm like, really, nice. I don't didn't mind. Like yeah. even now, I'm I'm I was happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. yeah. Did she come out pretty quick after that? Oh or? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. except I wasn't, I wasn't keen on the mirror. Oh, I think okay, yeah. I think they did it too early. Okay. To be honest, yeah. Just because it was like, oh, you can see her head. Yeah. Cool. Do you yeah. want to see? Yes, please. Yeah. And they put the mirror there. Oh, you have to push. Oh. And now you can see the head. Oh. So it wasn't even that. Oh, you can see the head. The head's right there. It's oh no, you still have to push to be able to see her head. Oh wow. Mind mm. you, I didn't appreciate the the view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that would be... Um, Harvey thinks that that's the funniest part of the whole entire life. Like, if anyone asks him how it was, this is the story that he tells. Yeah. And then they asked me if I wanted to see baby's head. And I did. I did want to see baby's head. Couldn't see anything. Yeah. And my reaction was, oh, my God, I don't want to see that. That is disgusting. <laughs> because it was just the goop. Yeah. <laughs> it was the goop. And I, it's not cute. Like, we love it because of what it's doing. It's yeah. helping baby come out. Sure. Yeah. But come on. Um, so then her head comes out. Do you look then? Or you're like, at this point, get the mirror away from me. Actually, I think at that moment, I was kind of like, baby head was coming. I'm like, yeah. all right, all right. Yeah. In the mode. Like, I need yeah. to get baby out. Uh-huh. If Bub's head's right there, I can get her out. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just went into autopilot and yeah. pushed hard. Yep. Okay. And I think it only took me another push. As soon as Bub's head was out, I was like, boom, let's get her out. Sweet. Um, Maybe if they just lied to me and said baby's head was there, I would have been, like, able to get her out faster, but they didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. (laughs) But, no, I I got her out, and it was lovely. Mind you, my my umbilical cord is short. Right. For both my babes. I've had stupid short umbilical cords. So could she only just go on your belly initially? And I I was trying to pull her up, and everyone's like, whoa, 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 (laughs) don't pull, don't pull. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's my baby. It's yeah. like, wait, 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 you're still attached. Yeah. Yeah. Um And so you just did you just have to wait kind of thing? For... Yeah, we waited a little bit. Um mm-hmm. they gave me the um needle to yeah. help 
pass the placenta just because it was short and we were still attached like they didn't cut straight away which was good like at least one thing that i wanted yeah happened right and didn't have to happen a different way because of something else right yeah um so it was nice that i got to be able to do that yeah um but yeah it was yeah. It was it was lovely. Yeah. And I cry like a baby. Yeah, no. Nice. It was great. Oh, that's so sweet. But I did I only laid in the bed for a little bit with her. Okay, yeah. Um, and after passing the placenta, like that was nothing yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Um, they weighed and everything was fine. Yeah. I tried um sending it off um to donate it. Oh, okay. Yep. Um and they couldn't uh-huh. do it because it's manizer. Okay. It's too far. Is that donating the whole thing, like just to science or the whole thing? Um, I had a little bit of blood that because I, Olive got some of the blood, but we left some of the blood right. Okay, in there for donating. Yeah. Okay. Um, and because they were gonna, we were gonna donate those cells. Yeah. To help. Yeah. Right. Someone else. Nice. Um, but after doing all that prep, no Mm. one would take it. Oh. Okay. Because um, we had to do it ourselves, right? So before you were having a baby, you were like sussing out. Yeah, out and yeah. We tried it. a few different places, and then we were told that we could possibly do it. Okay. Um, but we'd have to do it through the hospital, like once we'd given birth. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. like, that's a bit strange to me, though, because I I yeah. assumed that they'd want it relatively yeah. fast before yeah. it mm. started. I don't okay. know. Anyway, um, but you know they couldn't take it okay. because it's too far, and a placenta is like an amazing thing. Yeah. Like, it supplies nutrition for a baby for nine months. Like, yeah. that's pretty freaking crazy. Yes. Um, and you grow it. Like, it, it's not yeah. there to start with. Yeah. And all of a sudden it is. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about growing an eyeball. You grow a placenta. It's amazing. Um, There's a book called The Placenta, The Forgotten Chakra or something. Oh, some, oh it, no, that... There's another one. There's this woman anyway online. She's written a book and it is fascinating, the stuff that comes out of her mouth. She even talks about um, mums who keep them in the freezer for too long. Like in this one of these little home birthing groups, like women who have taken them home and they'll put them in the freezer just to wait to like maybe plan it somewhere or encapsulate it or whatever they're going to do. And so many of them just like, oh, we'll do that. And they don't get around to it. And she talks about it from a way of, um, because back in like the generation we were all being born in, it was just taken like cut immediately and thrown out incinerated whatever and she's like we've all got this um connection to these our children's placentas and she's like get it out bury them give it back to the earth like you're just trying to like your um like your connection to yours was lost and you're just trying to hold on to your kids or whatever however she describes it it's very spiritual but i love it i'm like because when she said who here's got a placenta in their freezer all of us were like oh me like i haven't gotten around to it and she's like (laughs) bury it in the moonlight I never centers. had that. I, I didn't yeah. want to do anything like that. Yeah. Like, I never I planned to. That. And with my first, our midwife just said, do you want to keep it? And I was like, mm, okay. Like, I was like, ruddy else. <laughs> I'll just bury it in a pot plant. But Yeah, I never I never heard about any of that. Yeah. Though. Like, I didn't have any, like, exposure to people going on about your placenta. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I donate it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That sounds cool to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I really didn't, like, none of my friends had. I yeah. I don't know in my, my family that's kept it or done anything. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to eat it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, Olive's born and whatnot, yeah. and then you said you didn't stay in bed for long? Oh, yeah, no, they put me in the shower. Okay, yeah. Um, which was lovely. Nice. Um, 
and I just stood there. Yeah. <laughs> and my midwife just washed me, and oh, nice. it was it was lovely. Like I actually feel like that was one part of my birth yeah. that I actually really enjoyed. It's yeah. very odd. Yeah. Because I was very very vulnerable then. I was like standing there butt naked. Yeah. Yeah. And this woman that I just met yeah. is bathing me. That's so nice that she was. But it was very bath. relaxing for me, and it was it was very odd because I did feel a little bit empty because i'm like oh my baby's no longer inside of me yeah so you kind of feel a little bit odd that way yeah but it was lovely it's a beautiful ritual after birth i think that i I would love to have a penny for thoughts of all the women that have stood in that bathroom after having a baby just that silence you're having a shower yeah but then having someone be there for Mm. you so intimately yeah and looking after you in a way that you felt so comfortable yeah and you felt like oh i just did an amazing thing yeah and now this is happening and i feel so relaxed now yeah um however that feeling came crashing down when i came in back into the room okay after having a shower and Dwayne was feeding Oliver a bottle. Mm. I was like, well. Where did he get that? Like, so the midwives made a bottle for. Oh, wow. Is it uh, because she has low sugar? Low sugars. I'm like, if you just gave her to me, I could try breastfeeding her again. Yeah. Like, let me do that. Let me try and breastfeed her mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Before. Did they ask you? No, they didn't tell me anything okay. about the bottle. Yeah. All I just came out and they, they said that they asked Dwayne. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't have the boobs. <laughs> he doesn't have the breast milk. He doesn't know. He knows oh, less wow. than me. And yeah. he would just say yes to anything yeah. they would say. <laughs> My husband would say yes to anything. Too. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah. Like, we love them. Well, actually, no, Chris wouldn't now. Oh. He would. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, Dwayne was learn. very, very particular the second time. Yeah, yeah. He was very much, because he knew how much it hurt me. I was like, no, that's yeah. not okay. But oh, yeah, a your heart bottle must have felt too. like it sank. It was like a 90 mil bottle for a newborn. Yeah. I'm like, what are, you, what are you planning on doing? And that? so, were they planning because now Bub's not going to be on you? Are they giving you any hints on how to get your supply going? Because now you're not having that suckling Nothing. on your breasts, so that's going to impact on your milk coming in. And no. wow, no. Oh, but I did have help. Um, they came in and I helped me try to attach her. Okay. Um, and that happened a few times, but mm-hmm. I really struggled. Yeah. Um, not so much with attach. Like with getting her attached and stuff like that, but it was when nothing was happening. Yeah, I felt very, very depleted, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, I don't feel like anything's happening. I didn't feel my milk supply at all. Yeah, increase or anything. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just there. Yeah, like I didn't have any of the feelings that I was told I would get. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and that happened for weeks. I had yeah. no engorgement. I never had that yeah. need, like, oh, I need to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to explode. Yeah, I, yeah. my milk never really came yeah. in. Yeah, you know, everyone goes, oh, day three, watch out. Nope. Yeah, didn't happen. Mm. Um, and that was really discouraging for me. Do you I feel really... it was that initial, like walking out of the shower and seeing that that was? I think down. I think it had something or... to do with it. Yeah, because that that initial oh, obviously I'm not good enough to try and attach and let me breastfeed her. So you've gone straight to the bottle. Yeah. Like that was my thought. Yeah. That was like they went straight to a bottle because her sugars were a little bit low. Mind yeah. you, they were the tiniest bit low. Like yeah. if it was, uh, come on. Like yeah. it was not necessary Is to give like her a bottle a right then. in a minute or not? <laughs> Do it we have was, time it, at least? To... It was, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was not great for me. No. To see yeah. that and then yeah. to think all those little things that yeah. would they would pick at me for a little bit because it was like, oh mm. then I don't know 
when I would go to breastfeed, like, oh, is this going to be good enough for you? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, but... Oh, you poor thing. That's really... It's funny how important communication is, hey? Like, even if it was just a discussion first as well and somebody explaining to you... Yeah. Um, even if they'd popped t- their head into my lovely shower that I was having yeah. and said, hey, we're a little bit concerned about that, the sugar, maybe you bring wanna, her in. Even if you were like, I'm cool with the bottle feeding initially, maybe you would be the one that wanted to do that. Yeah. You've just grown this baby for this amount of time. Maybe yeah. ask, we'll see if she wants to, if you are wanting to bottle feed at this stage yeah. the, because of the sugars, whatever, maybe mum would like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> she just... Yeah. You know, just and I mean, I didn't actually have a problem with Dwayne doing it, but it's the fact that yeah. I never got consulted at all. I wasn't yeah. involved in that discussion. Yeah. I was nowhere. I wasn't even in the same room. Yeah. yeah. How was I meant to know what was going on? And yeah. then they were like, I wasn't in the shower for that long. Yeah. So they were on to it. They mm-hmm. went out and made a bottle and yeah. came back in and he was feeding her. And you know what sucks, I think, too? Like, if you are like the... You know, there's like hundreds of babies being born and this is happening for like, I don't know, a big bunch of them. And most mums aren't saying anything Mm -hmm. and those staff are constantly doing that and they're not realising it's even a thing. Or if they're some like, if they're mums but they don't find that stuff special or if they're not mums and are clueless. Like I think if I didn't have kids and I walked into a maternity ward, I'd be like, oh, we're going to bottle feed? Is that what the paperwork says? Okay, I'm going to do it. I would be like, oh, what do you mean the mum might want to do it? Or this is a big thing and breastfeeding is important to her. I wouldn't know that type of shit. I was was a bit annoyed. Yeah. And then when we was walking back to the room, they didn't want me to push her. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't allowed to hold her. Is it because of the epidural or something? Yeah, they were worried that I was going to fall over. And I'm like, excuse me, Hmm. this is my child. Yeah. If I feel like maybe it's not safe for me to do it, then I won't. Look at guess who's looking out for her <laughs> more but, than anyone else yeah, probably. Yeah, I and, am yeah. her biggest protector right now. Yeah. Leave me alone. Like yeah. I know what I'm doing. If mm-hmm. I don't feel good enough to do it, I won't do it. Yeah. But yeah. I feel fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push my baby down this wall. You're not going to let me hold her. Yeah. That's fine. But I'm going to push her back to the room. Yeah. Like yeah. that's me. Yeah. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. And oh, but the, yeah, those little, little things just annoy me. Yeah, they do. They really matter too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it didn't seem important to them. But yeah. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. I was just holding this baby for nine months. Yeah. I did this. Yeah. I should yeah. be able to do whatever I want yeah. to be close to my baby. Yeah. And if it means me pushing her in this little bed thing. Yeah. Down yeah. to my room. Yeah. If that's what I need. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to do that. Yeah. It sucks. I think these are just the things that happen when you put like maternity care in a hospital setting. Yeah. Like, I don't know, birth sweep. Like it's just, it's run like a medical ward. Yeah. Like it's, cause I would feel the pain as well. Like if you've got heaps of mums giving birth and there's somebody that needs that room and you need to just get this yeah. baby fed and get her right down to the room. And like that needs to happen in that system. But that's why I'm like, why the fuck are women even having babies? Like, why don't we make a big birth suite like a big birth center type place yeah. where it's not like i really that. feel you stay like in the that room would be that amazing birthing. here oh yeah having a birth center would just be you know the community divine. building all i think about is that should be turned into a huge birth center yes. and like across the you know like a tunnel what are they you know the towns hospital has that big tunnel like second story tunnel that goes crosses oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like that could join like across to the hospital yep. so for all the emergencies can run across the road 
That would be you amazing. You just stay in the room you give birth in. You yeah. could have culturally beautiful, like make them decked out with like I gorgeous Aboriginal artwork. I think that's what they need. Artwork, we need artifacts. to have somewhere to go yeah. and feel really comfortable. Like, yes, you want clean. It's not what you want. No, like no. you go, oh, you know, I want to go to hospital. I want to be where all the shiny yeah. machine is because if anything happens, you're, yeah. you're safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to be comfortable. You want to yeah. feel warm. You want to feel loved while you're easier. in such a vulnerable place. Yeah. You give, but like you give birth easier in those yeah. situations. Like, why yeah. aren't we wanting to make it easier for yeah. women? Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Agreed. Yeah. But I no, think he was. I think like a gazillion women agree too. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's like it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it's not like us just having this <laughs> no. shared opinion. It's like a lot of people agree. <laughs> it should be a thing. Yeah, it really should. And yeah. I don't think especially because be we're hard. so remote. I'm like, you could make Mount Isa the shit. Like 100%. this amazing hub of birthing. So many people oh, have to travel from out of town to come oh, here to I give know. birth. Yeah. Well, now that they've got the birth pools. Yeah. I'm one. like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. But yeah. it would have been so nice. Yeah. It would have been so nice. Yeah. I had two land births and I'm not even a water person. I hate, I'm not a big <laughs> pool person. I don't like the beach. I hate sand. And so I didn't know if I'd be into it and it's the pain relief is amazing like just to not have that option because of course not all women like the water and it doesn't work for some but i'm like to not have that option how the hell is that even legal like imagine if we said no epidurals like we're not doing that that's crazy (laughs) you can't do that and it's like well why i'm a water baby i would have loved that you would have loved it but everyone that i was talking to everyone was just like oh we're not sure you need to be safe you need to be careful and i was just like well yeah i do need to be safe yeah Yeah, you're right yeah i'll do that yeah but it was it was very very different to what i had expected but we were only in hospital for i think was i think i ended up staying for four days because i didn't want to go home okay we had a lot of visitors i remember loving not having many visitors where with my first which i feel like sometimes the first is like they go overboard it is like yeah they go crazy where we were living balloons and flowers everywhere and when i had ark and there was nothing yeah (laughs) wait till you get your fourth kid for me like one card (laughs) yeah i had people bringing food in for me and i'm like that's better than flowers yeah 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 Yeah. that's the that's what you need like i haven't eaten yes bring me the food i want all the sandwiches yes all of it (laughs) oh definitely i love the food when i whenever i have babies my mum cooks for like a week and i had a couple of friends make those meals and i'm like that's what you need yeah no one wants flowers or balloons for you don't have time to be cooking meals for yourself so yeah yeah, no one wants it forget the flowers and balloons yeah make meals Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i think too i was self-conscious with the i didn't realize the amount of time babies had to breastfeed for when they were newborns and when there's people around i would get freaked out like i know she's been on there for an hour and then i remember somebody being like are you sure she's not just you're just not it? just being there like for and i'm like well no and then in high school well, that's what they need yeah and how can you do that like i was so self-conscious i was glad i didn't have many people visiting yeah. us in our little house like they'd go up to my parents house because we like lived on the same place yeah. but different um because i was self-conscious about how often i was feeding her and yeah, no, i hear that and i just think if there was visitors everywhere in my space i wouldn't have done that as much and then she would have been upset and then i'm like that would have been just like oh, yeah, no. with olive i didn't get that chance and i think yeah. i lasted i think it was like five weeks yeah that's before cool. my midwife was like okay. you're starving her because the most mm. i was able to get and the sad thing was that i cried because i was so excited yeah was i got 60 mils i pumped 60 Mm. mils and i was so excited about it but Mm. that was the most that i'd ever been able to get Mm. so i knew that i had a really really crappy supply Mm. but see even then like um pumping is never an indication of supply too yeah so it sucks that there's people weren't around you to be like 
yeah keep going yeah. keep doing this or how about we try this mm. or how about yeah. you go for a warm shower and hand express yeah but mm. it got to the point where my midwife like okay. really was, was sad yeah. with me and she was like i'm really sorry but mm. i think that this probably isn't going to work mm-hmm. and it's causing you so much stress yeah and you're not feeling great about it mm-hmm. um and i think i did have a little bit of postpartum yeah. depression mm-hmm. um and it it really affected me because it yeah. was like crap this is another thing yeah that i'm not able to do successfully yeah for my baby yeah mm. um so it was it was crappy yeah crappy crappy, crappy. how did you cope but with in doing full formula like did you feel it um, took me a little bit yeah. like i didn't notice that i wasn't breastfeeding anymore because really okay. my supply was yeah non-existent really Mm -hmm. so i didn't have to deal with the pains of stopping breastfeeding like i didn't have to have that oh i need to i need to attach i need let down i need something yeah i didn't have any of that with her because Mm -hmm. there was nothing there yeah yeah. um but i think i really took to it yeah it it made me feel so much lighter awesome just because it was you're not hungry yeah I mm-hmm. am feeding you. I know how much you're having. Yeah. Your 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 tummy is full. Mm-hmm. We don't have to stress about it. We don't have to cry over this anymore. Yeah. Because we're she's crying because she's trying to get milk, and yeah. I'm crying because I can't give it to her. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then Dwayne was being able to yeah. get more time with her, and mm-hmm. that yeah. was really important to me yeah. too because I know that bonding with feeding mm-hmm. is just so special that mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to have it all to myself. I had, I wanted Dwayne to have that mm. as well. So that's why I was, I was pumping. I was like, come on, I'll pump. And then mm. you can feed her and then I can feed her. And mm-hmm. then we can both have yeah. that. So it must have felt um, like such a corner being turned after yeah, that five no, weeks Yeah, it was time. amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. And then people always, they go, oh, I'm so sorry that you didn't get to breastfeed. Mm. I'm like, yeah, but my baby's fed yeah yeah and it actually turned out really well yeah that's like good. thank yeah. you but yeah i don't actually need it's always a funny feeding and motherhood is such a clusterfuck because i yeah, think some don't. mums really are sad and they want to have people say i'm sorry that didn't work yeah. out for you because i think some mums are like oh good for you but on the inside they're like but i really really wanted yeah. to but then it's like you don't want to feel like like for yourself, you're like, but I am so happy now that he's being fed. Yeah. But then maybe there's a small it's, part that is like, I wish it worked out, but it all didn't. Those and now I'm happy that all those emotions. Yeah, like it's in so one, much. and you just have to concentrate on one thing. Yeah, and then once you get past it and yeah. have that few days of just mm-hmm. really comfortable living and yeah. comfortable feeding, and you yeah. feel very, very. So you think it like mentally? Relaxed. Um, like just for mums who are facing the same thing, did, so did it? Do you feel like it took a couple of days to it kind did. of move, and then you felt just like yeah. a new kind of yeah? Because it was a couple almost. of days of yeah. feeling a little bit of guilty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean that guilt kind of lasted a while. Like every mm. like a random day, you'll feel like a random twinge. Like if right, you see someone okay. breastfeeding, you'll get like a little bit of a twinge where you're yeah. like, oh my god, I really wish that was me. Yeah, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you still yeah. have that connection with your baby. Yeah. You're literally living on you still. You you, you don't feel like it's, oh, I I have a connection with my baby, but it could have been stronger if I breastfed. Yeah. Like that was my biggest thing that I I felt like, oh my God, I'm not going to have the same connection that women that breastfeed have with their babies. And that's a myth. That's not real. Like Mm -hmm. I know my daughter inside and out. Yeah. Yeah. And we are very, very strong. Yeah. 
I think that's that the thing. Had People start connecting the way you birth, the way you um, feed your baby into what type of mum you are. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, it's got like I know it's like personalities shine through those things as well. But it's almost like it doesn't determine how good of a mother you are with those things like those Mm. things are important but then i'm like it doesn't it's not that's not like the type of mum you are though like motherhood extends beyond breastfeeding and it goes for life so but then i yeah but then like you're so i think it's so hard too because most of us are so tired like when you first have a baby your sleep your whole body has changed (laughs) like the body you've known your whole life yeah jelly belly hello so much (laughs) yeah yeah literally like and then too i think with social media stuff you know, like all those things you see and it's like five things not to say to a new mum, yeah, 10 no, things not to say to a breastfeeding mum. And I feel like even if I see a new mum, I'm like, I don't know how to approach like, you know, do you, like, you're doing so well. I don't know. I just there say you're doing like a great job no matter what. open communication. Like really I am really, really happy yeah. if someone came up to me and said, hey, um, I want to talk about this with you, yeah. but I don't know if that's a sort of topic or is that okay yeah. if I can talk openly with yeah. you? I'm like, yes, yeah, that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I am all for that open yeah. communication because yeah. everyone feels awkward around new mums. Yeah, they but don't to be able to tell them, thing. hey, I feel really awkward yeah. <laughs> about like maybe saying something that I shouldn't say. Yeah. Is there mm-hmm. something that would be a sore topic for you that if I mentioned yeah. it, you would actually get a little bit upset. Like, is yeah. that anything that I should be wary of? Yeah. I'm like, saying that to a new mum is probably mm. the best thing that you yeah. could say to a uh-huh. new mum. Yeah. Because then that opens up all lines yeah. of communication. Yeah. You don't feel you that awkwardness anymore. You know, they've got pure intentions. They yeah. just want to make And that respect for you, yeah. that pure respect of mm-hmm. being like, I want to talk to you. Yeah. But I don't want to say anything that could potentially offend you or upset yeah. you. Yeah. That's the best yeah that's the thing when people are quiet or they might say one comment and they probably didn't mean it in the way that it came across but then you're in a whole other space and it's so messy sometimes it's so easy to get your message mixed up in your words when you're a little bit apprehensive about saying the wrong thing yeah so how like you get pregnant with ark and how old is olive um she's two okay yeah so oh well she's just about to turn two oh okay so um but that yeah. was that was different because it was were you guys wanting of, another baby yeah at that point? but yeah. but not like at the same yeah. time we were kind of like oh if it happens this month it happens yeah like it, there was well, a couple of incidences where there was a chance and then we were kind of like yeah oh yeah. well yeah if it were to happen because we talked about it yeah. we talked about having another baby and no. we were actually getting married the following year okay. so we got married yeah. a few months ago yes yeah and loved we were like wedding. oh well if we have a baby like we'll have a baby after so yeah. I wanted to be pregnant right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, well, happened a year earlier. But okay. yeah. <laughs> it was fine and yeah. we found out it was it was kind of funny. We laughed because yeah. it was like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> this one month where yeah. we were like, oh, yeah, if it happens. But mm-hmm. we didn't think it would because it was one month. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, was only a, wow. it was only a little window where if it was going to happen, it was going to happen. But yeah. it did. Mm-hmm. And he, this pregnancy was actually just insane like it was not anything anything I'd imagined before um I didn't get sick yeah I had everything else though oh wow so I had the indigestion was something shocking like I didn't ever I've never had heartburn before yeah holy (gasps) Jesus I was chewing on all those I was on prescription 
medication yeah. for the heartburn. Wow. But then I was also taking all the chewies yeah. and all the other little lollies oh, that you get. It. And mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even put my mind on what it was. Because you know how certain foods can aggravate yeah. it? Yeah. No, air seemed to yeah. aggravate <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you poor thing. It was just how atrocious. And then now you've got a little baby you're looking after too. Yeah, no, it was bad. And I actually got um, SPD. So okay. it's like my pelvis, um, the ligaments. Yeah, dysfunction. Yeah. Mm. And so my, um, yeah, my ligaments were so loose that my pelvis was twisting. And it had twisted to the point where it was clicking and it was, it was actually just horrific. Horrendous. And it hit me around 18 weeks. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I had a bleed from my placenta. Oh, okay. So I... I was admitted into hospital so many times during my pregnancy. Oh. It was just beyond a joke. Far out, yeah. Um, but this eight, I think I saw them, I saw the doctor at 18 weeks. It was a yeah. junior doctor. Okay, yeah. And if I see him around town, I have to physically hold myself not to go up and punch him in the face. Oh, gosh. Um, because he told me <laughs> to my face. Yeah, at 18 weeks. At 18 weeks that, um, because of the bleed. Yeah. Was it a bleed that you could see or was it just happening it was a, on the inside, the bleed? It's or? a you know it was a bleed it was bleeding into a pocket okay and it was actually lifting my placenta up wow, off of the okay. wall okay so I had a um yeah gap where my placenta was kind of just flapping around okay. doing its own thing mm-hmm. um and it wasn't attached to the wall like it should be okay yeah. and I was told I did my research mm-hmm. and it turned out like we don't want any more than thirty three percent of my placenta to be okay detached like we don't want it to be more than that otherwise Mm -hmm. my placenta could completely Mm. detach from the wall and then I could lose the baby and your baby and the baby yeah everything I could just bleed out it'd be great fun Mm. um but yeah no so that was terrifying to me um but at 18 weeks we didn't really know too much about it yet Mm -hmm. um we didn't know exactly what it was we just knew that I had bleeding because I was bleeding out as well yeah so you could see that like yeah you were physically physically bleeding you could see as well yeah yeah and it was a daily thing like it wasn't a Mm-hmm. Every now and then, it was like a daily thing for like a week. Did you just bleeding. feel like you had your period almost? Like, um, or was like it a really light one? Okay, like yeah, you know when you yeah. get to the end of your period, yeah. you're kind of like, oh, oh, this is still yeah, happening. Oh, I thought it was the last day. Yeah, right. But it wasn't. Yeah, that kind of thing yeah. for the like a week. And wow. when we had that appointment with the junior doctor, mm-hmm. he blatantly said to my face mm. that, well, it's not considered a baby yet. Mm. So you're not twenty weeks yet. So if you do lose the baby, then you lose the baby. Like, but I'm like, you just said it wasn't a baby, and you tell me if I lose a baby, then I lose it. Like, whatever. God. Um, I saw red. I could not believe yeah. that this doctor had just said it to my face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he went and consulted with his doctor that he's working under. Yeah. And he came back, and he was kind of like, "Yep, they agreed. Nothing we're gonna do. We're not gonna do anything. We're not gonna do any more investigating. Nothing like that." Um, and so after that appointment, um, from then on, I requested a particular doctor. Yeah, okay. And I wouldn't go in if she wasn't there. I'm and like, so no, this fine. is your doctor from Olive's birth as well? Yes. How nice. So I requested yeah. her after that because yeah. there was no way I was letting him yeah. look after me and my baby if that's Just, how um, he saw it. Yeah. yeah. Like, if that's how you see my baby, yeah. what makes you think that I want you looking after yeah. us? absolutely like that's, he needs to go and get training about how to talk to people yeah <laughs> i'm like i know that the doctor like that you're that. working with doesn't have the greatest bedside manner yeah 
but holy There's crap. No excuse though. Yeah. Why are we even putting up with this shit? It shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. yeah. Like for him to be then okay. He just he could with have him said, just like me leaving. Yeah. With that kind of yeah. anxiety about yeah. my baby. Yeah. That's not fair. And that's not healthy for the baby yeah. to have you in that state and to have you so worried and like and angry and yeah. he could have said the same thing that he was trying to fucking say, but he's too Yeah. Like he could have said it completely different in a loving way that explained to you like your baby. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could just right now, just if I had five minutes to think about it, know how to fucking say that. A hundred percent. What like, he was trying to say, long. but in a loving, nurturing way. Yeah. Like get some fucking skills. You want them to know if something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Like Ugh. you want them to know that, that, hey, something could potentially happen. Yeah. But just know that it's nothing oh, that you're you doing. Like thing. there's nothing that we can do to help you. We'd love to, but we couldn't. Yeah. That kind of thing. Oh, you poor but thing. at 19, weeks i ended up going um to the emergency room okay, um yeah. because it was bad like i was in a lot of pain and something wasn't right yeah and the bleeding and it was just awful yeah and they got in contact with my doctor okay and she admitted me okay so yeah. she admitted me into the maternity ward which they wouldn't normally do because i was still wasn't 20 weeks yeah. but she did yeah. because she knew she yeah. knew that i knew yeah <laughs> that something wasn't right yeah and after... And sorry, you've got this doctor involved, but is there any midwives at this stage helping no. you? I was listening no. to a thing the other day and they were saying in the UK, midwives are involved from the start. Because I remember trying to get into yeah. caseload early and they were like, no, your baby could like pass because it's obviously more yeah. frequent to do that in the first trimester. But they were saying in the UK in some areas, they take on mums ASAP because they midwives are there for you when you miscarry, if, sorry, if you miscarry. Yeah. Um, or have any of those issues because they midwife you through that as well. Like they midwife yeah, no, you through the loss. Whereas here it's like, don't come, no, <laughs> you're not coming to the ward. And obviously the midwives here would probably love to help, but yeah, the system can't. doesn't allow that. Yeah, but no. yeah, like how important is it? Just because your baby's not viable to have at this point. a midwife there. Yeah. Even a midwife just in the room while that yeah. doctor was saying that crap. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, what? Yeah, and for her, for him to be, maybe tell her so she can tell you in yeah, a more respectful like way, just, and he can, he can just fuck off. The little things that really mm-hmm. counted at that point, mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. But when I was admitted into the ward, nice. um, the midwives were so fantastic because oh, nice. they they kind of knew that potentially something could be quite wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to me, this baby was my baby. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they don't consider it a baby until twenty weeks. Like, yeah. but. It's still my baby. Of course, yeah. And um, after doing like ultrasounds and blood tests and stuff, they actually found it. Mm-hmm. And it was the size of a golf ball that I had this ball of blood. Okay. I was bleeding into this pocket. Do they call it like pocket. a blood lake or something? I don't know what they called I don't it. Know I can't think of the name. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was like a ball of blood that was lifting up my placenta wow. off the wall and it was getting bigger because okay. my placenta was bleeding, kept bleeding. and okay. it kept on getting bigger. Yeah. And it could heal itself, mm-hmm. like it could potentially heal itself mm-hmm. or it could get bigger or the bleeding could just stop just yeah. depending on what was what. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to stay in hospital for a few nights yeah. um, just to get monitored and I got put on bed rest pretty much from then on out. I was constantly yeah. on bed rest. God, that would have been hard too, being yeah, a mum now. Well. I wasn't even 20 weeks yet. Yeah. And so I had to – my work was amazing. Like nice. the girls I work with are just phenomenal. Nice. Um, and a lot of them have kids too, so they, they get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they understood how scared I was. Yeah. Um, so they were able to really give me that support that I needed, that it was nice. okay that I wasn't at work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had to bed rest a lot. And then mm. I wasn't allowed – 
um, when I got diagnosed with the SPD because yeah. that got crippling. Yeah. Um, I couldn't walk to the bathroom on my own. Mm, mm-hmm. I um, I fell over at home um, oh, just so because crippling. my hips gave way. Like yeah. they completely gave way. Mm. And I fell to the floor. I landed on my knees and my hands. Yeah. And I had my phone in my pocket, which was just lucky for me. Yeah. Um, Hubby was Could you work. find it hard, like you couldn't get back up? I couldn't. Yeah. I was stuck on the floor. Yeah. And um, I had my toddler running around. Olive just thought it was a game, so uh, she was crawling underneath me. And yeah. I'm just lucky that she was at that age where she can get her own snack. Yeah. She can get water out of the dispenser. Mm-hmm. She's not going to starve. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's a very independent yeah. little girl. Yeah. But on my hands and knees, I had to grab my phone out of my pocket and mm-hmm. call my hubby to come home and help me up. Oh, you poor thing. Because I was stuck on the ground. I didn't yeah. know what to do like what, mm-hmm. what am I meant to do he works at the mines yeah I'm like I'm really sorry I don't know what to do yeah I need you to come home and help me up I'm mm-hmm. stuck I can't I can't move yeah. I can't even crawl at this point because my hip was so whichever angle you move like it was excruciating yeah. and I was scaring Olive because mm. I was like crying yeah and every time I would move I would kind of squeal a little bit because it was mm-hmm. just that painful yeah um and so Dwayne had to come home and actually help me oh. up and help me back to the couch. Yeah. So I was parenting Olive from the couch for a good yeah. six months. Yeah. Like I feel mm. like it was six months of me just yeah. parenting sitting on the couch. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. And it was so upsetting mm-hmm. because I'm meant to be her mum. I'm meant yeah. to be the one that's playing with her and mm. doing stuff and making her meals and mm. things. And she was living off yeah. rice crackers. Yeah. <laughs> Like, she was living off, like, fruits that she could get for herself. Yeah, yeah. And packets of chips and, like, popcorn, that kind of thing. And I really couldn't do anything about it. And Dwayne would have to come home from working Mm. a 12-hour shift and cook dinner for us all because I was stuck on the couch. Yeah, and it really just it killed emotionally, me emotionally. Probably was so hard too. Yeah, and mm. you get stir crazy, man. I was yeah. stir crazy, something shocking. But yeah. they wanted me to spend my last month in so hospital. Were they continually having to look at your? Placenta? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They had to monitor that quite a lot, and okay. I ended up buying my own fetal Doppler. Okay, yeah. Just because of how paranoid it was. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was like. Bob could stop getting the supply that he needed. Yeah. And without us knowing. Yeah. Like the placenta could still be attached, but it could that, still fail. Is this fail. like the slow leaking placental abruption one yeah. of them or something? Yeah, it's something, but it stopped. It okay, did stop, cool. yeah. but I still had the lifted placenta. Like it yeah, wasn't attached okay. to the wall. So it could still detach. Yeah. Like okay. there was just, there was a risk of it. Yeah. But we didn't know if mm-hmm. it was going to or not. Yeah. Um, so it was a very, very touch and go. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we had to get checked a lot. Yeah. There's a lot mm-hmm. of hospital stays and a lot of hospital visits oh, from then yeah. on. Um, but I really craved them. Yeah. Like okay. I needed. You felt yeah, when you went out, you felt good. To, to see them yeah. and just to have that ultrasound and mm-hmm. see baby moving. Well, yeah. day made. Yeah. Like that was my week. That's all I needed. That yeah. was my hit. So you're doing weekly visits at this point? Yeah. yeah. No, it got, and it got to a point where I had to come in every couple of days. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that was at one point for a couple of days. Like I think it was for a week where I had to come in every couple of days yeah. just to get double checked. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a couple of ultrasounds. Like I had ultrasounds all the time. Yeah. Like I got real close with those girls yeah. <laughs> at the desk. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, yeah it was it was very mm-hmm. hit and miss. But yeah. the last month I went in um, mm. for pain. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything. Mm. And that's when they wanted me to stay until I gave birth. Okay, wow. Because that would force me to be on bed rest. Okay. Because I was, yeah, I was on bed rest. But it's almost impossible though with a bubble. Like, yeah, but then I didn't want to... I'm her mother. Yeah. Like, that's mm. what it is. I'm her mum. Yeah. I'm the one that should be being yeah. her mum. I, I need to parent her. Yeah. Like, I need to be there for her. Yeah. And that killed me that yeah. I couldn't. And so I had to... When I was at home, I had to have... I was never allowed to be alone with her, really. Okay. That's what it got down to. Right. That I wasn't allowed to be alone with my daughter okay. in my house. I'm, I'm, I'm stay-at-home mum. Yeah. I'm home alone. But then you're not. You're parenting. Yeah, that's well, true. you're now that's mothering true. your unborn that's baby, true. I suppose. So you but, are I mean, I felt mom. really odd because I always imagined that those last few months of yeah. pregnancy I'd spent with Olive. Yeah, like making sure she felt really special yeah. because she was going to have a little sibling soon. Yeah. We didn't know. We didn't find out the gender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was. Yeah. I wanted her to feel really secure that yeah. she was so loved yeah. and that the sibling wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Um, but that plan got shot to hell because, yeah. well, I was in and out of hospital. I wasn't mm-hmm. even allowed to be alone with her. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to do certain things. And things that we were able to do, mm-hmm. like sit down and watch a movie. Yeah. For a toddler. Yeah. They like, don't want to. They sit. don't want to do that. <laughs> Maybe for three minutes, mum. But yeah. I can't. I couldn't keep yeah. doing that. And it, it really got yeah, to me, I think. A, yeah. It's hard work. Yeah, yeah. No, but then they ended up at the last few weeks. I think from thirty six weeks, I mm-hmm. was like, okay, I need this baby out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I really need this baby out. I can't do anything. I can't even sit on the toilet now. Yeah. So I actually have to have Dwayne hold my arms mm. so I can sit down, yeah. and then he has to like pull me up. Yeah. Because my hips just would not yeah. work. Like oh, it was. It was did they get you and did you see physios at the hospital or, or anybody like that? Belts I got and stuff? I got sent a request. Like they put me through the system to get seen by a physio. Yeah. I this was at twenty weeks. So okay. when I got diagnosed at twenty, I think it was like twenty two weeks. Yeah. They, they told me that this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, yeah, I think I got my request for the my appointment for physio. Yeah. Um, I think it was like three weeks before I gave birth. Oh. So that's how long it took okay, yeah. for the physio to work. Yeah. I went to the chiropractor. Yeah. I um, I did all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I did the exercises that they tell yeah. you to do when I could. Because mm-hmm. there were some points where I couldn't do it at all. Yeah, yeah. But it's awful. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing. When yeah. someone told me I had SPD, I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. And after researching it, I was like, oh, my Lord, that's me. That's yeah. exactly me. I mm-hmm. can't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 awful yeah like at the start they were kind of like oh round ligament pain mm-hmm. and i'm like no this is different yeah <laughs> like my bones are clicking mm-hmm. like bones that shouldn't move yeah. are moving i can feel it yeah and because your pelvis is so big yeah you can actually feel it moving mm-hmm. and that's like the worst part did you get it because you feel when like you gave apart. birth did it reoccur when you're getting your period when your period came back postpartum because i hear some women like this similar um, hormones around your period so some women would it would go away after birth but then every cycle it would kind of you feel clicky again kind yeah of thing. no I, I click yeah it's not as excruciatingly painful yeah but you mm. notice yeah you're a little bit more flexible yeah. where you were yeah. before but oh, it's not gosh, it's not as bad pain. yeah so i'm like 
Thank goodness for that. Yeah. And it went away pretty much as soon as I had him. Yeah. I was walking around like, oh my God, look at me. Amazing. Look at this. Yeah. I am shaking yeah. my hips. <laughs> Big deal for me. Yeah. Big yeah. deal. It was huge. I've been doing this for nine months. Yeah. It's like, look, I am like arching yeah. my back. Yeah. And like, Amazing. I can put my own pants on. Yeah. So you were, so did they, you went to hospital 36 weeks. How long before? Oh, I, I tried getting yeah. them to induce me at 37 because I was like, okay. I can't do this. Yeah, that's hard. Yak, I've been in hospital for that amount of time. Yeah, well, they wanted me from, I think, actually, I think I went in at 35 weeks. Yeah, because it was going to be five weeks that I had to stay there. And yeah. I was like, no, no, thank yeah. you. Um, so they sent me home and then they said, well, we'll bring you in at 38 weeks mm-hmm. and we'll induce you in 38 weeks. Yeah, but leading up to that, it was like every appointment. I'm like, please, yeah. please, can we do something? Please, can we just schedule an induction? Mm-hmm. Even if you just schedule it for 38 weeks, can we just schedule it now? Yeah, so I can see it. So I can yeah. have like an mm-hmm. end insight. Like I need a finish line yeah. to concentrate uh-huh. on yeah. because right now there's nothing. Yeah, and it's really hard for me. Like I mm-hmm. needed a date. Ended a date in my head, yeah. So I could make it to it because I was in that much pain all the time yeah. that I couldn't yeah. concentrate on anything. Mm-hmm. It was it was really it was emotionally uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Like I was all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But then when they finally put it in, I I instantly felt a little bit of like yeah. a relief because I was like, so I can do this. I can make it to this date. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And we did. We went in, and um, it was awful it was awful mm-hmm. um we went in for the induction um they tried putting the balloon in yeah um that night the same it was meant to be the same as olive's birth yeah and we and at 38 weeks just at 38 a, just a week earlier than olive just a week yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and we did decide that because the spd i would need an epidural and it would be an early epidural okay, yeah so pretty much as soon as they broke my water they would give me the epidural oh, okay, straight yeah. away uh-huh. um just because they know with spd it's so much movement down there Mm -hmm. when you go into labor Mm -hmm. and with the flexibility of my pelvis twisting and stuff it would be beyond a joke yeah yeah um and Mm -hmm. they didn't they think the risk of me going into shock was real okay yeah so um they kind of pushed it yeah but i was completely on board you're probably like can i get an epidural for this last two weeks here yeah, in hospital yeah. yeah i'm like um can i get a backdated please like all the time i, I need it <laughs> i'm glad you're thinking about it now but it yeah. would have been great before um but yeah okay, no yep. it was so you're like water's broken they do the epidural that was the plan okay yeah okay yep mm-hmm. so um we went in to get the balloon um yeah. and it popped oh okay um and like so it, it they struggled to get it in. Okay, yeah. Um, because my body obviously wasn't prepared for labour. Like, okay, yeah. realistically, I had a good two, maybe three weeks to go. Yeah. Like, my body mm-hmm. did not look like it was going into labour anytime yeah, soon. But okay. we needed Bub out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the stress that I was going through was actually starting to affect Bub. Yeah. Uh, and we could see that. Like, his heart rate was going all over yeah. the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. Um, they tried putting the balloon in and after a lot of struggle and I ended up being on the gas because it was that painful just to try and get the balloon in, (laughs) which last time was easy as, um, they finally got it in the right place. They went to inflate it and it ruptured and that is a really odd sensation because it's popping. You have a balloon popping inside of your vagina. Like it's exactly how you feel. Yeah. You think it would feel, it feels like that. And then you feel like you've wet yourself because all the water comes out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that didn't work. And then 
they tried putting some gel on but they couldn't reach and it was an awful awful time Mm. and after multiple failed attempts they sent me back to the room and said we'll try again later I can't put you through this anymore we'll try again later like my doctor got to the point where she was like I can't do this to you anymore okay and a few hours later, I think it was like midnight, mm-hmm. we went back in. Yeah. And I'm like, it's fine. I've got the gas. They started me on the gas first. So yeah. they made me breathe first okay. and then they went in. Yeah. Because yeah. they already knew how I was all set up and yeah. it wasn't what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but we needed to get things on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went in there and I became so high. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I... Um, it was it was so painful. This is when they're putting everything in, and you're on yeah. The gas. They're trying yeah. yeah. They're trying so hard yeah yeah to get anything yeah. And you're to just work. like yeah. I'm I'm chucking it. I'm I'm, I'm chunking it down. Yeah. I'm, I'm breathing that in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Dwayne mm. was standing by my side, and he felt sick. Wow. He told me afterwards that he hated it. Yeah, um, like just um, watching them trying Watching to... me in that much pain because okay. he's actually never seen me in that much pain yeah. before. Like that was the most painful thing ever. Oh, yeah. And we needed it though. Like yeah. I knew that I needed him out. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just the exam itself that was painful. It was how I had to hold my legs yeah, up. Yeah, so I was thinking, so it's your legs that's the main yeah, it, source? Yeah, it's... It's awful because of yeah. how you need to be mm. to be able to get a good yeah. access, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. um, was excruciating for me. Mm. Yeah. And I remember so vividly being on that gas and breathing it in and concentrating so much on what Dwayne was saying and okay. looking at. I was looking at his face yeah. so hard. I could He's, see everything. Yeah. And I don't know how, but I was it was very odd to me because it was like I was in a dream then because yeah. you're so high that you kind of mm. go into like a little dreamland mm-hmm. and his face was kind of going everywhere and yeah. I felt like it was like a thing fast forwarded and yeah yeah and after I stopped breathing and I was in so much pain that it kind of just it was all flashing before my face yeah, right. yeah. and everyone's talking like disappeared yeah yeah and it was it was very odd for me yeah but um, especially after you're being pregnant for this long so you haven't been drinking or doing anything and then all of a sudden i was high as a kite but it was the pain too it was it was very much like i was breathing it in but i was in pain Mm. like it wasn't helping yeah and but having that concentration i think that's my biggest thing and i had (laughs) Dwayne. My plan going into this birth was I really wanted a better atmosphere. I okay, wanted yeah. to feel more relaxed and really yeah. at home. And so I had Shania Twain on. Nice. And mm-hmm. I got angry when Dwayne turned it off because the doctor yeah. was talking. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I need something to concentrate on. Put it back on. Yeah. So is this birth, like your labor's started now? No. In, no, this midnight? is just no. trying to okay, get it yeah. in. So this is just get trying to start the induction process yeah. now. Yeah, no, it, it took a while. But we yeah. finally got it in. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Yeah. It, okay. it things happened uh, slower yeah. than what they happened with Olive. Yeah. But things happened. Nice. So okay. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. Um. The following day, they it broke my waters like they were going to, okay. which wasn't painful. Not like the first. Not like the first. You, did you know they were going to do it? Like yes. It was no. Planned? Yep. It, yep. It went to the plan. Nice. I ate. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I had pancakes. It was great. Lovely. Um. Yep. 
but you know they broke my waters and then then I got the epidural okay yeah um and this was the most traumatic um I actually put in a complaint to the hospital for um the process and how my epidural went wow yeah um it worked Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I say it worked but like limitedly but it yeah. worked it, yeah. it didn't fail like it did last time i didn't have yeah. the same symptoms yeah. um but the doctors that came in there was two they came in to give me the epidural they mm-hmm. ran through everything and i'm like yep totally fine i was in a lot of pain yeah um mm-hmm. i was my hip i i honestly felt like it was being ripped from the socket mm. um but I um, had my midwife there and she was speaking for me. Like, she was my advocate and it was great. Yeah. Oh, and I had my support team there. Like, there mm-hmm. was more this time. I had my mum. Yeah. Um, my sister was there as okay, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Nice. Loved it. Yeah. Um, and hubby never went anywhere. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he was there. Nice. Um, but, yeah, my midwife spoke to them and said, she's got SPD. That's why we're doing it this early. Yeah. Because they were asking me, like, yeah, oh, right. you've just got your words broken. Why are you doing it so early? Yeah. But, um, yeah, the midwife spoke for me saying, this is the go. Yeah. Um, she's got SPD, so we need to be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to tell us how you want her to be seated. Mm-hmm. And her team and I will move her into that position because I couldn't move at this point. Yeah. I was I was in so much pain. I couldn't move on my own. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, oh, well, we need you to sit on the side of the bed. We'll put a chair here and we'll get you up i'm like yep great can do Mm -hmm. that i can totally do that yeah just give me a minute yeah um so my team start getting me up and i loved them they were just amazing yeah i was hollering i was screaming and Mm. i was crying this whole time because i was in that much pain Mm. that i couldn't i couldn't breathe it felt like um and this man just grabbed me and just yanked me into a seated position that he wanted and he like pulled me back and mind you i'm screaming Mm. when he does it every time he touches me i screamed because Mm. it was just so rough and abrupt and i couldn't do it and did you know he was gonna do it no he Mm. didn't say anything to me and i've already got four people yeah like trying to move me gently and get us there slowly we were getting there yeah we didn't need his input yeah but he kept on raising and lowering the bed Mm. as well my feet are on a chair Mm. so when he's raised and lowering the bed that's moving my knees yeah that's hurting my hips i I honestly felt like i was falling apart like i Mm. couldn't breathe Mm -hmm. and he was like oh is it another contraction I'm like, no, I haven't had a contraction this whole time. Yeah. Well, I've had one, but yeah. I haven't had a contraction Not in like, while we're doing this. Yeah. This is purely mm-hmm. from the SPD. Yeah. And he didn't even know what it was. Mm. He was like, oh, what's SPD? Like, you just said okay to the midwife yeah. when she was just telling you what the go was, what we needed to do, what the plan yeah. was for mm-hmm. moving me to get the epidural. Yeah. You said okay. Yeah. If you did not know yeah. what she was talking about yeah. stop her mm-hmm. and say i'm sorry what's spd yeah that's all he had to say yeah but that would annoy his that his ego yeah 
I was like, you cannot. You can't be. Um, you cannot be talking. When you've got an ego, you can't ask questions. <laughs> oh, I was so upset about it. Oh, you poor thing. And I was screaming yeah. and yelling. Like, even if he doesn't know what SPD is, I would just be like, okay, I'm going to watch. Yeah. Let them just. Uh, yeah. This looks like that they've got it under control. Just wait. Like, they're moving me. Like, I'm sitting up now. And just the grabbing of you. Like, yeah. Like, he full on grabbed me, both hands on my hips, and yanked me back. Mm. Like, I remember that mm. because it was. Yeah. so unexpected i was like what yeah. is happening yeah what is happening i'm like yeah if you wanted me to move back that's fine yeah. say hey can we move her back a bit yeah that's all he had to say it might take a few more minutes just like chill like you, you they take ages to get anywhere anyway yeah. so i'm like i'm sorry just because <laughs> oh man that's horrible so it was <sighs> awful what was it like having a, did you get into a position where you felt like okay i can be still now yes. and not and then they yep. could like get it in and yeah everything. once i was there it was fine yeah. like i i was seated and mm-hmm. i hunched over and i did all that and it was yeah. okay yeah like i was mm-hmm. i actually got a contraction then oh. but <laughs> it was fine like yeah, i could deal nice. with the contractions yeah. the contractions weren't my problem yeah like i can breathe through them mm-hmm. you know that they have an end yeah you know that they go up and they end yeah Mm -hmm. but this pain that i was in was just beyond a joke Mm -hmm. and once we got the epidural in yeah it helped it helped a lot um Mm. i i felt a lot of pain still from my hip yeah um and actually got to a point where i said something i was like i actually think that i've broken my hip yeah and i was convinced i was dead set convinced that i'd broken my hip during childbirth Mm -hmm. yeah and um no one was kind of listening to me because they all knew that you didn't break your hip honey you're just in a lot of pain but i was dead set broken my hip um but this birth was a lot different like i really i felt more even though i was Mm -hmm. more crippling it was more crippling um and i had a lot more pain Mm -hmm. i felt more in control about things yeah like i felt is that do you think just the second time mumness i think so i think so it's like you know what's happening you know what's happening at this point you know Mm -hmm. um but i i did the pushing and i still on my back at this point did it take long to like progress like with the epidural, oh, well, do you find? Or yeah, I, they gave like? me, um, they kept on giving me top-ups. So, I so had, oh, yeah, so you've got the um, IV oxytocin. Yeah, and, um, and then they gave me a morphine okay. injection into my leg okay. while oh, I was yep, bouncing on the ball. So I yeah. did all, like, the ball and oh, I was cool. walking around mm-hmm. and I was able to do that Yeah, yeah. Um, until I wasn't. Yeah, um, okay. And then when it came time to push, I was really struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt... I don't know if it was because I was in so much pain and I was concentrating on so much pain in a certain spot. Okay. It made it hard to push the right way. Right. You know how okay. when you get into that, you need to really push deep yeah. into your belly kind of thing. Yeah, right. I struggled okay. to do that. I couldn't find – I don't know if I couldn't find the strength. Is that why or, they normally back the epidural right off at the end? Is that why? So you can know. feel like where you need to – I don't know. Something I think like they did anyway because I okay. got sick. So okay. I, I threw up. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Dwayne did very, very well. <laughs> I didn't know that he felt sick during that. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I threw up. And I think mm-hmm. it was the excruciating pain. It was just so overwhelming that yeah. I threw up. Mm-hmm. And um, that was all from my hip, not from yeah. the contractions mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't think I remember contractions yeah i don't mm-hmm. remember them yeah and it's only seven months ago yeah i don't remember contractions mm-hmm. all i remember is my hip yeah like being torn yeah. oh god that's all that's all yeah <laughs> like i think i would prefer oh. contractions thank you yeah can i have the contractions back mm. <laughs> i'll swap um oh, gosh but yeah no that that took a while but yeah once i 
I really struggled pushing. Yeah, and that's yeah. when my midwives and I agreed that we needed to move. I like, needed to move. I needed okay. to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we flipped me over. Yeah. Um, which took a help because I, I was in pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, hugging the back of the bed. Nice. Holy dooly. So you could still do that with an epidural? I could. They managed to yeah. help you do that? They, awesome. I didn't actually – I think it was more they needed me – they needed help to stabilise my hip when I moved. I okay. could still move my feet. I could still okay, – yeah. I was moving my legs. Yeah. My epidural wasn't, I think, working as well. I don't know if it didn't work or if it just – yeah. They weaned it off and didn't tell me. I, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't remember that part of, like, the yeah. epidural. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, it definitely in. helped. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Being on your up, upwards. Yeah. No. Upright. Upright. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hugging the end of the bed. Yeah. And I had one leg, uh, I was on my knee, and then yeah. I had my foot up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Game changer. Yeah, right. Do you feel Holy just... dooly. I could feel everything. And yeah. I just felt... In control so again. You, yeah, like now you feel and where you I need to push more. feel everything. Yeah. yeah, cool. And I, I had a lot more power to it. Like I had a lot more strength behind yeah, it. Yeah, cool. And even the midwives were like, oh, okay, whoa, yeah. yep, yeah. things are happening now. Perfect. Well, I think, I don't know, I've never gone through that, but imagine being a person laying down flat and someone's like, do a poo. Yeah. Where the fuck? <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. going to be really hard to try and push yeah, it the right yeah. way. You know what I mean? And not even just, yeah, but then obviously when you're upright... And I know some people are, uh, feel the urge to lay down, so it's not. Oh, this isn't a yeah. rule, but um, yeah, like it I think some people might be confused. Like, what do you mean you, you you couldn't feel how to push? But I'm like, well, I feel like that's maybe what what it would be yeah. like trying yeah, to no, do a bowel was... movement laying down, yeah, with your legs laying funny, like you need to sit up. You know, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, and I had like my legs up and everything, and it wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Like it just, mm-hmm. I didn't feel. Yeah, the it's right. It's just amazing the way muscles. you said game changer like just the minute you oh, move your body straight like, away properly like straight away awesome. and i felt so much more secure as well like i had yeah Dwayne was standing right behind the back of the bed nice. so his face was like at my face Lovely. and i was able to like grab onto him yeah, in a nice. way that felt more secure yeah. and i felt a lot more supported yeah um being able to hold on to him instead of holding onto a bed or yeah. holding onto his hand i'm like i'm sorry holding onto his hand doesn't do nothing yeah yeah being you're able so to grab right. his arms like, and stuff. You're not in the great. fetal position, but I feel like we protectively, like when we want to cuddle up, we like lean yeah. forward into something. Yeah. Whereas when you're laying with every, like your openness yeah. of the inner yeah. side of your body. And you got your one arm on each side holding yeah. onto a bed. I'm like, I, I yeah, didn't so feel nice. like I was getting what I needed yeah. by doing that. Yeah. Um, so so rolling over and having him right there yeah. was amazing. I really really craved his support during this birth yeah like it was different towards olives yeah whereas yeah. this time around mm-hmm. i mind you i felt extra love towards him too i felt crazy crazy love yeah nice. and just being able to hold on to him yeah was very very special to nice. me yeah and i needed that and it made a difference yeah it really did that's beautiful and mind you again short placenta uh, short umbilical yeah. cord and yep. weird placenta yeah um <laughs> Yeah. But did yeah, you this need time, an episiotomy or anything? This no, time? nothing, Lovely. nothing. And yeah. he was bigger than Olive, which yeah. is just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. But um, yeah. I was able to get him out, and it was fine. Yeah. But no one would tell me what he was. Oh, did they? Did they wait for you to? 
find yes. it yourself. And oh. everyone's like looking at him going, oh, oh, oh. And I'm trying to turn around and then I'm getting in trouble for turning around because I have a short umbilical cord. Oh, so okay. I'm like dragging him across the bed. Did they the pass bed. him under your legs to you no. kind of thing? Oh, okay. No, I had to wait to turn over. Oh, okay. To yeah. hold him, which okay. I wasn't yeah. happy with. Right. It made me quite annoyed yeah. because no one's talking to me about him. Yeah. No one's right. saying anything. Okay. So I'm Did trying have, to turn around and look at him. With the epidural, do you have the strength? to lean back on your knees to get him through your legs yeah. would you be able to hold yourself I would have been yeah, able to and then that. you can turn okay. because of a couple of complications i started hemorrhaging okay. um so which they kind of expected with my placenta right okay. um so yeah. he got swept away pretty quickly oh okay so, so was he not he was fine okay. i wasn't okay right. so they kind of needed to get me under control because okay, yeah. i i hemorrhaged okay quite quickly afterwards right yeah um and they were surprised i didn't lose consciousness which i i don't understand what's that sorry though? they were surprised i didn't lose consciousness oh wow was this before or after your placenta came out or is he's born and then you start bleeding i think it was it started when he was born okay, um wow. and i don't know if it was because i may have tugged on my placenta okay yeah, a I'm bit sure. Because it was a short umbilical cord and I was trying to get to him. Yeah, yeah. And it was very odd because I was trying to get to him. And yeah. I didn't really understand yeah. what I was doing. And people were telling me to stop. And I'm like, what do you mean stop? Yeah. That's my baby. Yeah. Like, I need oh, to well, how give scary. him. So you're bleeding and um, yeah, and what's happening now? They've, like, they've taken him up in? to the, um, the little bed to yeah. get him all cleaned up and stuff while they're trying to get me to stop bleeding. And they've... Yeah giving me the jabs in all different places and they've tried cleaning me out and stuff and yeah. it, it stopped mm-hmm. gradually yeah but I, I did lose quite a lot quite fast yeah, yeah. um and mm-hmm. yeah the the doctor kept like talking to me as if she was scared I was going to go out like oh. Caitlin keep your eyes open keep your eyes open oh, wow. yeah. are you can you talk to me and I was like what are you talking about yes I can yeah, talk to right. you yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fine just yeah. give me my baby like what are you doing yeah um but did they know what caused the bleed like it was my placenta okay they were just saying that it was just because it wasn't attached properly okay um and then the trauma of the birth and stuff okay yeah it would have made my placenta um instead of passing it naturally kind of thing it kind of just tugged off right um and so there was like a bleed between the wall and my placenta Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing were you um, feeling scared when that was happening or how were you feeling? Are you kind um, of in another world or? Yeah, I kind of wasn't there, I don't think. Okay, I think I was yeah. a bit more concentrated on, I, I want my baby, please. Yeah, yeah. Can I, uh-huh. can I have my baby? Yeah. Um, but they gave him to me after nice. they cleaned him up. So they were mm-hmm. still trying to fix me up while I was holding yeah, him. Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel, like I, I noticed yeah. that the midwife came up and actually put her hand under Arkin to make sure that I didn't drop okay. him right, if yeah. I did lose consciousness yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was lovely like yeah great yeah. Mm. Um, but it was a bit like I don't feel yeah. faint yeah. so I don't know if it was maybe that pocket of blood that maybe I didn't absorb it all back in and yeah. that maybe some of that blood was just all from the out. pre yeah. um, condition yeah, that I did have maybe because yeah. they were very much like oh you're awake yeah right so I, I that was really odd yeah. for me yeah did you do debriefing or anything after your birth to go over your notes with anyone or? no nothing like yeah. that they i did t- speak to the midwife and be yeah. like hey what what happened yeah mm-hmm. um and then they had to monitor me extra carefully because i hemorrhaged and then i had to have socks on because they were worried about blood clots and wow. certain yeah. things like that so for a couple wow. of days afterwards yeah. there was a lot of little things like that that i wasn't did expecting you have to do the blood transfusion no no okay. no 
nothing like that. They, yeah. That's what I think they were monitoring me to see half for that because I was like, oh, I didn't lose yeah. consciousness, so it's like yeah. I didn't lose enough blood to mm-hmm. lose consciousness. So I, was yeah, like, right. I, I felt I was fine. Yeah, yeah. But everyone was kind of like hovering a little yeah, bit. You're like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Hey, if it was a lot older blood sitting yeah. there maybe. it was yeah. very strange wow. for me because i was a little bit confused yeah it's yeah. like you're really worried but that's I'm what fine. do you think would be good like yeah if they were to say you look terrible or you were make weren't making sense or you know like yeah imagine if you were looking really bad but you were like oh, yeah i'm fine i'm fine, I'm fine. but wow. you know i didn't have any of that so yeah. it would have been interesting to see yeah if it was maybe a yeah because even when they told the doctors as i was going the following day is it's kind of like oh but you didn't have a transfusion yeah right no no i'm fine yeah it was very very odd yeah and then i'm like did someone just miscalculate how much blood i actually (laughs) lost like did someone get the blood and maybe like water mixed up when they weighed it yeah like i don't understand i wonder if they because they put the pad underneath you like when you start bleeding to try and catch it and and be able to weigh it but it, I, I don't know. Yeah. It was very odd to me because they were yeah, hovering yeah. for a while. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm fine. Wow. Did they but, write down how much they estimated yeah. you lost? And yeah. Like that? Yeah. yeah. They, they oh, wrote okay. it all down and they kept on repeating it. And I was yeah. kind of like, oh, that's a lot. That seems yeah. like a lot. Oh, um, but I was like, I, I feel fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. So did you, oh, um, was there any blood sugar issues or like how did breastfeeding go? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I was able to breastfeed him. They yeah, cool. didn't take that away from me because I actually mentioned it. I'm like. Yeah, nice. So you made I them. made sure that everyone in that ward knew yeah. that if there was any problems with his sugars at all, yeah. I was to be able to breastfeed him cool. first. Yeah. If his sugars wouldn't come up mm-hmm. or if I wasn't giving him enough or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, we can try a bottle. Cool. Yeah. But I am to be first option. Yeah, nice. And yeah. I was there the whole time. Like, I made sure that I was never. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I really, I'm a little bit upset, though, yeah. for after this birth. Mm-hmm. It was a 7 o'clock birth. Like, he was born at 7.30. Okay. So, at by night? the time, yeah, yeah, everything simmered down. It was late and yeah. everyone was kind of changing over and it was really up in yeah. the air. Yeah. So, when it came time for me to have a shower. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I just didn't have the shower and mm. I went back to my room because the shower didn't work. Mm. It was cold. Oh, yeah. It was lonely because I was in there by myself. Uh, yeah. There was no soap. I was just sitting under a warm, like a cold, oh. like, maybe like lukewarm. Yeah. But I mean, I gave birth in winter. Yeah. So you want a hot shower, thank yeah. you. <laughs> it was winter. I want my skin to be red. Yeah. <laughs> Almost blistering. I just had a baby. Can I please have a hot shower? Yeah. I think I deserve I a hot steam. shower. I want this to be a yeah. sauna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you see that poor. mirror? You're yeah. not meant to be able to see that mirror. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. But, yeah, I was sitting there and it was cold and mm. everyone left. Mm. So I didn't feel that same yeah, like feeling that like I did with Olive, yeah. which I really needed. Yeah. Like I felt like that was a really important part yeah. of my birth because it was just, mm-hmm. you've done it yeah. here. Yeah. Let's clean you up. Yeah. Now you can go and be with your baby. That kind of yeah. thing. Like I didn't get Definitely. that. And that really upset me. Yeah. Like I am still a little yeah. bit upset about it because yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, that's the one thing by myself. <laughs> no one's in the room yeah. or actually no, i think my midwife came in and checked on me and yeah. then left again and i was like uh is bob and Dwayne just sitting yeah kind of they're just the sitting room. in the room yeah. just waiting for me yeah. mm. and i'm like oh okay this yeah. this isn't the same yeah feeling i had and you probably were like looking forward to it too because it's so nice yeah. I, mm. that i needed that shower yeah. that shower 
it sounds a bit silly, but no, it's, it's like so nice. that. It's like a cleansing. Min- yeah, yeah, yeah. After a ceremony yeah, of yeah, birth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it's really special. It was important yeah. to me mm-hmm. to have that minute yeah. of cleaning up after having such a hard day. Yeah, yeah, just a like, bit. Like, uh, it was so rough. Yeah. I think I deserved a hot shower yeah. with someone helping me clean myself because yeah. obviously I still couldn't. Mm. do certain things i was still in pain yeah yeah i couldn't touch my toes like i wanted to be completely clean now i have dirty feet yeah yeah (laughs) because i wasn't able to wash them yeah but it was just it wasn't the same yeah that sucks but i mean afterwards the care was lovely nice yeah it was it was interesting what was it like going home and settling into two babies um olive was a handful yeah she i think Mm -hmm. she struggled um at the start yeah. Just because she was used to being number the yeah, yeah the number one priority and yeah. having a newborn that I was trying to breastfeed too, so he was always on me. Yeah, and it was I ended up kicking Dwayne out of the bed, yeah. and he ended up sleeping in her room. So mm-hmm. they spent a lot of time together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I had our room with Arkin, and I had yeah. everything set up, and I had like my water and my snacks. So I never really left the room. Yeah, perfect. Um, and I think that was important. Yeah. And I got to establish yeah. my breast milk. Awesome. But even during my pregnancy, I was able to have a little stash of colostrum saved up. Yeah, cool. Okay. And it was amazing. Yeah. And then my milk came in. Yeah. Holy dooly did my milk. Come in. <laughs> like, but cool. there was a lot of breast milk everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like milk facials every day. <laughs> what a stock. You would have just been like, oh, this is a way different experience. Yeah, it was to my in, first. like just crazy different. Like I had yeah. a stash yeah. in my fridge <laughs> yeah. for days. Yeah, amazing. Like there was days yeah. where I was breastfeeding and then I would catch my letdown and my letdown would be another feed. Wow, yeah. So I'm like, that's that's a whole feed that I don't yeah. have to worry about. Yeah. Which was great because then I got what I wanted, which was to be able to breastfeed. Yeah. And then I still got what I wanted because I still wanted Dwayne to be able yeah. to give the bottle. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was still my breast milk, so I still felt like I was involved in it. Yeah. And it was amazing nice. to me. What do you think now, like having two different experiences with breastfeeding, like were there, what were the main things do you think um, – impacted both of those I do think, you feel like there was things that happened yeah that I think like, I I didn't do the prepping I think okay. with Arkin I prepped yeah, I started right. um hand expressing yeah um, okay. and catching that colostrum from 36 weeks okay. I started that stimulation and mm-hmm. I started the cookies and like getting okay. that supply kind of thing yeah uh-huh. beforehand yeah, yeah and I think I had a different mindset about it too because mm-hmm. with Olive I was I want to breastfeed yeah. I'm going to breastfeed yeah whereas with Arkin it was more I want to breastfeed yeah if I can't I can't like you didn't have the it's, more pressure I didn't have that pressure and I didn't okay. have any guilt already on it like yeah i didn't feel like i was gonna be guilty for not which could probably like totally would impact if you're stressing already and then you've got that all in the back of you like yeah, like i have to be able yeah, to do this mm-hmm. if i'm gonna be a good mum. yeah yeah everyone do you think not having a full house helped that too yeah, that too having yeah. that newborn snuggling cave yeah no and being able to have that quiet isolation with just my little family yeah and being able to just sit around together and snuggle all together was really really important and we didn't get that yeah um so it was it was really different but i mean i wasn't i wasn't able to breastfeed ark and yeah like as long as i wanted i wanted to at least do like nine months yeah yeah um like minimum yeah um 
but I think we got to four. Cool. And mm. after that, I couldn't deal with mastitis anymore. Mm. I went from one end of the mastitis. spectrum to the other yeah. because yeah. I had such an influx of milk. Mm. Like I had so much, I couldn't yeah. get rid of it. Uh-huh. And then obviously I'm not wanting to pump it. Mm. Because then it makes your supply higher. I get more milk. Yeah. And then there's only much that'll come out in the shower. Yeah. yeah. And I can't yeah. overfeed my child yeah. to just make myself feel. Oh, if you want this boob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> With your Teamwork, boss, please. Yeah. But oh, yeah. it was it was bad. Oh, and I had this is horrendous. I think I had four times oh, worth of thing. yeah. And then when we went in and I was trying to tell them, like, oh, yeah, Arkin's not eating quite right either. He's, like, really fussy on the boob. Mm -hmm. And then this doctor who's amazing, and she's just brutally honest and hilarious. And she Mm -hmm. was like, well, do you like drinking sour milk? (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Did she think the milk was sour? Okay. She was telling me that it was like, you've got mastitis. It might make the milk taste a bit funny. Right. She was trying to like draw the comparison of like okay. it would be right. like okay. so maybe he's not liking it as right. much like yeah. don't okay. put the pressure on yourself yeah. like it's fine yeah and I was kind of like oh yeah right okay that's funny I think I needed to hear that yeah because I felt like oh my god this is all me again I'm doing mm. something so her little comparison kind of made me feel a little bit better like and my boobs were legitimately about to fall off they were like rock solid red and disgusting and i had to have Dwayne help me express because i couldn't do it as soon as it hurts you stop yeah yeah so having him Mm -hmm. being able to massage and help me express was crazy milk went everywhere it was, it was disgusting. But Putting it was just... Memories back. Yeah. It was like a sprinkler. That's funny. Um, but then even the doctor, when I went in there, she yeah. had to help as well. Yeah, And yeah. the multiple oh, times that gosh. we were in there, it actually got to be beyond a joke. Oh, and so then painful. I think it started to affect me mentally. Yeah. Just being in pain is yeah. is so hard emotionally, I think, too. You're just like, like you know, the SPD. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't, oh. it wasn't great. And then I yeah. started having like really weird thoughts while breastfeeding like because oh. my whole day in, and it does when you have a newborn mm-hmm. your whole day revolves around milk yeah okay so okay so i've just fed do i need to pump do yeah. i need to do this now mm-hmm. okay when's his next feed yeah um, what's my boobs doing now where's yeah. the stash like that kind of thing it was yeah, all okay. i was thinking about yeah yeah and it got to be a, a lot for me especially mm-hmm. with the mastitis on top mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah. I was in a lot of pain and yeah. it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then I was, um, instead of getting those hormones that kind of make you feel happy and loving and mm-hmm. while you're breastfeeding, I got... Did uh, you get Dima? Yeah, I, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I just, I felt really detached yeah, while right. breastfeeding. Like I felt more um, connection yeah. while I was giving him a bottle yeah, than right. when he was actually attached Did to my boob. Because um, as soon as he attached my boob, it's like I didn't want to be there. So didn't want to be there. Do you know what that know. DMER is? I don't know what that is. Um, this, oh, fuck, I used to know what it is. It's like... Um, Medema. Dysphoric milk ejection reflex oh, is an anomaly of milk reflex mechanism in lactating women. But basically, when you have a DMA experience, the brief dysphoria just prior to the milk ejection reflex yeah, so yeah. women talk about the baby's latch on and you just feel like yep you're not there you just feel shit 100 like, percent. yeah wow. that was me and it was it was crazy because then i had a little bit of like what the hell's going on 
Yeah. Because then as soon as you're finished breastfeeding, you're like, oh, breastfeeding, I want to I wanna get with my milk. Yeah. I want to yeah. yeah. do it. Yeah. But then as soon as I would be breastfeeding him i was just in tears i was unreal yeah yeah it was it was very very strange not what i expected at all yeah especially since i had milk this time i was Mm -hmm. like um be grateful you've got your milk i can do what i want but yes it didn't work and then it took me a long time and it took a lot of people talking Mm -hmm. to me because it it was pretty much from the start yeah yeah and i was like nope nope i'm gonna make this work i'm gonna make this work a while too to be dealing with all of that yeah well we stopped like right before my wedding because it got to the point where yeah everyone was kind of like um yeah something's not right yeah you know it'd be totally fine like mm-hmm. olive is totally fine she was on formula like yeah. you're okay yeah and i was like yes yeah, i have the milk that was the that was the biggest problem yeah like, like it was the opposite it, because <laughs> i had milk yeah, uh-huh. yeah i could feed him yeah he wasn't going to starve mm-hmm. he'd be totally fine because i yeah. have milk yeah i can feed him mm-hmm. And that was the biggest problem for me is that I couldn't yeah. get over the fact that mm-hmm. even though I had the milk, maybe yeah. it wasn't the best for me to breastfeed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. once we changed over, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. That's yeah. He's 12 kilos. Wow. He's so amazing. <laughs> I'm like, what? whose side of the yeah. family did you get this off? Because I'm like, I don't see any football players on yeah, Dwayne's yeah. side, nor mine the first of the family i'm like jesus oh that's awesome thank you so much for sharing all your experiences with us i feel like there's heaps in there that women can get things out of and be helpful it's it's hard yeah because it's everyone's different yeah but just even hearing it like that's the good thing about hearing all different types of stories because yeah. there's so many different personalities and oh, yeah. experiences and I they just so might hear one vlogs. thing even <laughs> just the milk ones. i think so many people would assume that that's the right of the um yeah whatever facility you're in to just give the bottle without checking yeah. with mum at least no like so even simple things like that like don't put up with that shit those yeah. things are important yeah for so, sure you need to be able to feel secure mm, mm-hmm. in, in any decision that you make for your baby yeah yeah and know that there's a whole lot of people going mm. through the same thing yeah mm-hmm. and there's so many different options to take yeah heaps yeah yeah well thank you so much thank you I'm just going to share some information on that DEMA that we talked about, and that's the dysphoric milk ejection reflex. Um, so the Australian Breastfeeding Association has a good little article on it. So if you just type in ABA DEMA, it'll come up and it's just like outlines what it is. And it's basically, um, it's a rare condition that can cause, that can affect some women, happens when the milk ejection reflex happens. So like when you latch bub on and they suckle, 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 sometimes it can take a little bit and then you get that let down reflex and all your milk starts coming out. Um, when that happens, some mothers um, describe these feelings happening, um, hollow feelings in the stomach, anxiety, sadness, dread, introspectiveness, nervousness, anxiousness, emotional upset, angst, irritability, hopelessness, something in the pit of the stomach. And then it says DEMA is very different from postnatal depression or an anxiety disorder. DEMA is associated with negative emotions only with the milk ejection reflex. And then here it's got one mother's experience of DEMA. And she says, if you have read Harry Potter, they talk about the creatures that suck the soul out of you. And when they are, are around, it makes you cold and you start to focus on negative things and fall into this abyss of negative thoughts. That is how DEMA was for me at times. So and then there's heaps more to that article as well. There's a support group also on Facebook um, and it's 
off the website d-mer.org so it's like from that organization and it's called the dysphoric milk ejection reflex in brackets d-mer support group from d-mer.org and there's like 3,000 people in that group and that's all thank you